joins us now on the show. Crystal, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. It doesn't feel like it was all that long ago that you were at one of the activations for the NWSL Championship on the mic saying, hey, I'm a free agent. Like, pick up the phone. <laughs> Come get me. Yeah. And uh, Gotham FC did just that. Tell us why Gotham was the right fit, not just for you, but for you and your family as you approach mm -hmm. this uh, step in your career. Yeah, I mean, free agency was an incredible experience. Um, I think as players, it is definitely time we can take a bit of control over our careers. Um, it's really hard to be a free agent in the NWSL, and I was really fortunate to be able to have that opportunity to advocate for myself, really figure out what is best for me as a player, and that does not come around the corner a lot. So um, I chose Gotham. It is home. I'm excited to be back. Um, I'm excited to join a team that... Um, you know, really values me as a player and also just as a leader. I think it's really an incredible environment that I can thrive in, not just as a player, but just growing into my voice and being able to help lead and impact this team um, both on and off the field. Crystal, first of all, welcome home. i uh, happy to have you back uh, on the East Coast. You actually got a chance to go to a Knicks game. What a welcome home huh? and a huge win against the Wolves. Uh, you think that's going to inspire you to win? Uh, over oh, yeah. Watching the Knicks is going to inspire They, them to they beat stop a team it, that's Stop it. Listen, we're good. We're good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I think that is the joy of being in New York is, like, so much access to, like, so many sporting events and being able to really feel like a proper New Yorker. You know, I think, I, I mean, as a kid, I grew up going to Knicks games. Um, I love seeing Patrick Ewing playing in the Garden, and it was such an incredible experience for me, my dad, my brother, and – you know, just to be back and have that access to be able to sit in the stands and be able to cheer on, you know, local sports teams, I think is incredible. So now I just need them to return the favor. You know, they know where to find us. They know that now um, I'd love for more people to show up in the stands um, and be able to support Gotham this season. Nice. Crystal, uh, welcome home, as they say. Just a quick <laughs> one. Just let people know what it is like a player to, like you said, feel at home and the impact that has on performances on the pitch, knowing that you're home and you're in a comfortable environment. How can that influence you in the performances on the pitch? Yeah, I mean, I am so passionate about this area. Um, I think it's going to bring out the best player in me and the best person in me. Um, I think I'm so committed to growing the sport. Obviously, I've always been, but growing the sport in this area feels just even better, you know, being able to play on the pitch and be able to uh, connect with local Long Islanders and be like, hey, you guys need to come to these games, you know, I think is is something that is going to bring out the best in this community, but also in me as a player, um, being able to have my friends and family in the stands. I mean, I've seen my family more times in this one month than I have in like seven years, you know, so just feeling like I can kind of play in front of a home crowd and feel um, like this is this is home for me um, is the best. And also obviously having my son in the stands kind of young to be cheering me on. But, you know, he does at least recognize me from afar now. So he's like, all right, there's mama. Um, so I'm just I'm excited for that. I think like you touched on, it's like bringing out the best in me, not just as a player, but just in every aspect of my life is going to be exactly what I'm going to experience here in Gotham. Hey, if there was any question as to whether you're in New York or not, you just hit the W in Long, in Long Island, so hard. You said Long Island? I passed, Island? right? Exactly. That is, you home, you home. Long Island, yes. Crystal, I know you're, 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 you're coming back to home. You've, you, you're a leader now. Like, everyone knows your quality. But where do you see yourself on the pitch? Because there was, there was a lot of debates at this desk of you being in the midfield for the U.S. Women's mm -hmm. National Team. You, you can play all over. So it's literally yeah. up to you. 
where do you see yourself within this team? Because this is like becoming the Galacticus yes. of, <laughs> yeah. of NWSL. Nice. I mean, this is a straight squad full of ballers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, easy answer is I see myself playing wherever the coaching staff sees me playing because that has been the story of my uh, career. But, I mean, I consider myself a midfielder. Um, I think mentality-wise, I love to get forward. I love to um, create. I love to draw players in, dish the ball off, and really, um, you know, help players put them in the best position to score. Um, With that being said, um, I've been a part-time midfielder for the last 10 years. Um, So it is one of those things where, yeah, I can play multiple positions, but what I'd really hope is that I I gain a bit of consistency uh, because that is something that hasn't always been granted to me. Um, Playing outside back, obviously, on the national team um, and then coming into the NWSL to play in a more attacking role has always made me feel like, all right, yeah, I can do it, but, like, you know, I want a bit of a role that I can consistently, um, you know, hammer down. But the short answer and the easiest answer is having those conversations with the coaching staff to basically see – and feel out where they, you know, see me best performing and impacting this team. So, Crystal, with all of that said, what have some of those conversations been like uh, up to this point with Juan Carlos Amoros and, and the rest of the technical staff there at Gotham? Yeah, I mean, we haven't dove too deep into it. I mean, it's off season. I think he's given me that time to kind of like chill a little bit for the first time in a very long time. But, um, you know, last conversations we had was very much about uh, being more in an attacking role. Um, not super specific, obviously, but to me, that means I don't know if I'll be playing outside back and I'm okay with that. But again, wherever you know the team needs me to play and perform and impact, I'm obviously always willing to, you know, put my best foot forward and, and help this team succeed. So essentially as as the top free agent coming on the market, the coach is like, hey, <laughs> you're gonna be attacking, no more outside back for you. And you said Put the paper down right beside it. Listen, I mean, I wish I can get it written down in, 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 you know, in a contract. But no, I mean, the reality is, is, I mean, you guys know it's like, yeah, I'd love to like be able to sit down and be like, this is where I want to play. This is where I know I can, you know, perform and be what I need to be for the team. But, you know, it, it hasn't always been that way. And it's OK. I mean, I think I've, you know, been labeled this versatile player and it comes with its you know pros and cons, but definitely way more pros than anything you know I've been able to see this field from so many different angles play at the highest level in so many different um, positions and I think at the end of the day it actually helps me grow as a player you know for me it's like I know what it's like to be pinned up against a sideline and be like you have limited space to create something and get out of there Um, but now I also know how it feels like to be in the middle of a pitch where you have a bit more time um, and space and be able to be creative threading balls in the in through the middle of the gut so I do feel like you know, it's added to my game. It's made me who I am. But yeah, you know, a couple of weeks from now, I do hope to have these conversations to get a feel of where I'm going to be. Crystal, so now that you know you're going to be playing a bit of an attacking role, what are your footballing goals for the up and coming season then? If you've got your own personal goals you're willing to share with us? Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, if I'm going to be in an attacking role, like the pressure is on to basically score and help create goals, you know, and I think that is something that I take a lot of pride in. Um, I do not take it for granted whenever you get to be a part of scoring or assisting. Um, It is really hard to do, um, especially in the NWSL where every team is, you know, really bringing their best game at you. And it's, it's very hard to win in this league. So, you know, my, the goals for me is really being able to tally some goals and being able to, you know, really be that threat going forward. Um, And for me, I obviously have a defensive mentality as well, but it's always about, um, you know, winning my battles, um, being hard to beat both on and off the ball. So um, 
yeah, those are just some goals off the top of my head. Uh, Crystal, obviously a dream uh, comeback would be for you to come here and obviously win a back-to-back championship. That would be a dream. But I think you lived a lot of New Yorkers' dreams, and you got to hit the button for the ball drop uh, for New Year's Eve. How wild was that? Listen, every New Yorker knows you want to be the furthest thing away from Times Square during the holidays, during New Year's. And, um, no, it was an incredible experience. I mean, honestly, the only way to do Times Square, though, is – having the access that we had, being able to like move and groove as we kind of see fit. So it was incredible. Um, you know, everyone took good care of us. We were able to, you know, just experience it and, you know, like celebrate each other and celebrate that moment, stepping into a new year. Um, so it was great. I was obviously with a good crowd, you know, Kelly, Ali Kriegs and, and Mitch Purse. So it was actually a really incredible experience. Did yeah, you- the all access and access to a bathroom as well is. is uh, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Chris, did you see Alexis behind the barrier? He was, he was screaming Listen, your name out there. I was in the diaper. <laughs> Best believe we were not the ones wearing the diapers out there. So, yeah, <laughs> having access to be in and out was, was the best part of it all. <laughs> uh, okay, Crystal, one last question for you because you brought your flute with you to the announcement photos, and this is uh, something that you have uh, done before. I, I'm curious what your favorite song is to play. Like, what, what were you what were you playing when you were uh, and when so, did you perfect that skill yeah, listen seriously. listen listen i am not ready to be on tour with lizzo yet right but <laughs> i used to play in high school my parents are still so upset with me that i quit because i thought i was way too cool for band and <laughs> honestly a couple years ago it was like kind of when i was just i was pregnant i was like all right I, i'm literally on pause i can't play soccer right now so why don't i pick back up playing the flute so right now i just kind of play the chorus of like kind of hip-hop and rap songs. Like, I'm working on um, uh, ASAP Rocky's um, Praise the Lord. That's my, like, new one that I'm trying to, like, get. I, do you guys know that song? Of course. The Shine. Okay. The Shine. The yes. Shine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go. exactly. So um, I also do play um, Disney movies uh, sometimes. So I'm working on Colors of the Wind <laughs> in Pocahontas. <gasps> Great one. Um, so listen, I'm going to come correct with my uh, my flute this year. That is on my New Year's resolution list um, is to really just like perfect the flute and uh, hopefully, yeah, get on tour someday. So <laughs> I that's mean, incredible. I'm Imagine. looking forward to I, I will buy a ticket to any show that you're playing. on. Imagine a Crystal Dunn, Andre 3000 flute. Yeah. Album. Oh, flute Whoa. off. Whoa. See, listen, the flute is popular. Like, I feel like I'm trying to, like, bring it back. You know, like those years of me thinking I was too cool for it. I'm like, no. Everyone else is not cool enough because you're no. not playing the flute. That's 100%. It. As a former band kid myself, I can say the flute was way cooler than the clarinet, which is what I played. So. Wow. <laughs> Fact. I was on the recorder. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, the recorder. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. That was something else. Hey, the recorder. Crystal, congratulations on this exciting move. Uh, congrats on being yeah. back you know, closer to family as well. And we look forward to watching you this next season with Gotham. Thank you very much. <laughs>